Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Did you hear about the stuntman who broke his arm? He had to be recast. How did the hipster burn his lips? He drank his coffee before it was cool. I was going to tell you a joke about dirt, but it's beneath us. What do you call a herd of cows flying to Omaha? Steaks on a plane. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was, was a bit of a, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, gives me street cred with the wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And uh, my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. Uh, this is a show for people who had never listened to a medical show on the radio or on the internet. 
If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347 Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at drscottwm and visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything here with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your healthcare provider, acupuncturist, whatever. Whoever, just talk to somebody about it. Don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. I mean, for real. Good Lord. Good Lord. Number one thing, don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. Yeah, that's right. And uh, hopefully the people wearing headphones... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Their eardrums are still okay. Thank you, Ronnie B. Uh, don't forget to check stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com for all of your Amazon and online shopping needs. And uh, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. That would be simplyherbals.net. And uh, uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. I'm going to do a Special one, it may be already be up by the time you get this, about borderline personality disorder. Gosh, do you know anybody that has that? Maybe you might have someone in your life that has that, and you will want to uh, know all about it and how to deal with them. What made you come up with that? Um, yeah. Okay. Can't think of anything in particular. <laughs> and then, jeez. Uh, <laughs> and uh, check out our cameo at cameo.com slash weird medicine. Well, it's See, not me, Casey's is put, it? No, God, no. No. no is that what you've been you, thinking? Casey. No. It's not Okay, her. no. Just she's making just making sure. You're just putting yeah, me on the spot is what you're doing because um, you're hilarious, but I appreciate it. And then uh, cameo.com slash weird medicine. I'll say fluids to your mama for $6. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that, all the cameo money goes to ham radio stuff. <laughs> that's what that's there for. I have a separate account so that if I buy a ham radio thing, like an antenna or a radio or something, it's not coming out of the family account, God forbid. Mm-mm. I take uh, money out, or money, I take food out of the mouths of my children to buy ham radios. Mm-hmm. So that's what that cameo is for, and I really do appreciate it. But you are, uh, you are um, enabling a habit. In the world's but it's a good habit. Biggest antenna I've ever seen on a car. On a car. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's not hilarious. The so funny. I've seen it's, bigger ones, but it, mine's fatter. Mine's more girthy. I have a very girthy, you know, they say girth over length, right? Yeah. It's not the longest antenna in the world, but it is the girthiest. However, he cannot drive into the garage no. with it up. No, you got to get out and you... and you. Uh, hey, Scott, will you come out here and put my antenna down? Oh, I, I'm sure that's in. how I sound like when I ask you to do that. That's a, that's a perfect impression. How many people Fucking do you guys... Asshole. How many people do you guys don't have to get out of the car and put their antenna down? Well, and so like almost all garage, ham radio operators and do. And it's like a 12-foot ceiling garage. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Oh my god! <clears throat> hey, do you have do you have to put the thing down before you go under overpasses and, and stuff? No, I do have to put it down before I go into the, uh, the parking garage at my drive-through. Yeah, it depends if it's over. Yeah, if it's like under seven foot six or something, then yeah, I got to put it down. And then so I got if I go to the car wash, I have to unscrew it, and I've got a cap that I put on it. You can't get in our parking garage, can you? Yeah, not ours. No, I, I mean, I have to put it. Yeah. I either, well, what I can do, and the ham radio operators out there will understand this, I can set it to 50 megahertz, which is the the highest frequency it will do. So that makes the antenna the shortest it can be. Mm-hmm. And I can get in there with it just barely just touching the, the ceiling. As long as it doesn't break the concrete barriers. No, with, the, with the low no, frequency, it would break the high frequencies it would break rattling or, or, or building falling down all right well uh we're going to have um i'm changing the subject if you just figured that out uh the fantastic flatulent fart brothers big book of farty facts from my niece holly and we're going to do our random uh flatus fact today and if you uh, find flatus humorous you should go to flatusflute.com and uh, check that out. It's uh, as we haven't talked about it in a while. It's basically a whistling butt plug. I have nothing to do with it. 
even though it has my name <laughs> and my visage on it. But um, Dan Tech and uh, Son of Fritz. Son of Fritz is a genius artist who we haven't heard from for a while. And uh, it's basically sort of Ren and Stimpy artwork where this big hairy ass is farting musical notes into my face and I've got this big grin on my face like it's the greatest thing that anybody ever did. And uh, uh. But I have nothing to do with that. They were just fans of the show and I promoted them and then there you go. And then you end up on the packaging and everyone's just thinking, well, that's Dr. Steve's whistling butt plug, mm-hmm. but no. All right, so this is from the Fantastic Flatulent uh, Brothers' Big Book of Farty Facts. Turn to a random page. It's from page 103 if you're following along at home. Toot hello in the Amazon. Imagine living in a place where passing flatus is the most politest thing, uh, the most polite thing you can do. The Yanomami tribe, who inhabit rainforest in Brazil and Venezuela, pass flatus at each other when they want to say hello. Mm. We'd like to know how they answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. You want to do another one? Mm. Okay, I'm going to mark yes. this one. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. please. Baby okay. Bread. <clears throat> Page 63, if you're following along at home. Fart Wars. Now, the rest of the time I will use clinical terms, but the title, I'll do the title as they wrote it. Fair enough. In 1994, Sweden and Russia nearly went to war over fish flatus. Swedish defense forces picked up underwater clicking noises in Stockholm Harbor, which sounded like Russian submarine signals. The Swedish Navy went on high alert, well, their prime minister sent an urgent, angry message to the Russian president. Yet there was no submarine to be found. How, how, what's, the, what's the Swedish chef? How does he go? Wordy, 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 yeah, that's that's that, probably what it sounded like when they, when they sent this urgent message. Okay, it, <laughs> it turned out, if I had prepared for this, I would have had that drop. It turned out the little clicking noises were herring flatus. And see the page about fish... Flatus language. Sweden did not declare war against the uh, fish who were passing flatus. So, okay, well, good. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so ends the lesson for for this week. Mm. Scott, have you got anything for us today? Yeah, I got a couple things. All right. How's uh, Simply Herbals going? Simply Herbals going pretty well. Yep. Selling the Selling that nasal spray like crazy. The CBD nasal spray both. or the regular? Both. And both. the re- the CBD one still has the peppermint in it? Yeah, they both. It, it's the base formula with peppermint oil, a little bit of honey, a little bit of salt. Yeah. and um, Buffered saline, buffered basically. Saline. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, and with um, some Is it CBD. buffered saline or is it just saline, though? At, at one time, you had... Baking soda. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it was buffered. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, right. yeah it still is. It's still the base formula, but it's with the CBD oil that's um, added. Yeah. For a good measure. <laughs> so, why not? Make it big and strong. Throw it in there. Well, why not? We thought about throwing some other things in there, but... Astragalus, I'm twice. sure. Exactly. Astragalus. What is that stuff? What If you put that in a nasal spray, would it smell just horrendous? No, it, but it only comes really in powder form. There's not really like a... Yeah, it would make it murky, oil, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be yucky. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we could probably extract the oil. I'm sure. You can. And there probably is such a thing. Um Hmm. Yeah, I would think, yeah. That'd be easy to do. I mean, yeah. I was an organic chemist. We ought to be able to do that. It, yeah. We've got a pretty big company here near us that can probably <laughs> extract yeah. something. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and I know some of those guys, too. But, yeah, uh, yeah we used to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah I have published an article as an undergraduate in the Journal of Organic Chemistry. Well, so it's, it, you well, you know, yeah. considering they, they make an oil out of clear sage. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. I know it. <laughs> The Cleary Sage Oil for Hot Flashes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They've, they've Wait a minute. You gave Tacey some of that stuff. gave Tacey some of that. So, okay, let's talk about that. Why don't you talk a little bit about the symptoms you were having? Oh. And then what uh, Dr. Quack over here gave you. <laughs> and then l- let us know if it worked. 
Well, he gave me two things. Well, tell us what you were the problem you were having first. Oh, establish the problem, then we'll talk about this. A burning fire from within my soul. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Like carrying around an oven, constant sweats. Nobody else is sweating. Why am I sweating? Yeah. Red face, just hot, just yeah. hot. And um, yeah, he, it, and it, and it's worse in the summer, of course. Sure, because it's and, hot. Yeah, because it's hot, and you can't. So Scott gave you. And then Steve's having cost-cutting measures. So Mm -hmm. the temperature in our house is set at 73 degrees. You heard that. 73 degrees. Wow. That's like being in the equator. I mean. (laughs) Really? What's. (laughs) A trainer would say it's. Check your Wakanda or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it now. She's retired. Be nice. I know. She's under Check a lot of my stress. Privilege. She's, lo- she's under a lot of stress. I know most people keep theirs at 68, which mm. would be, oh my God. But anyway, so you gave me two things pills. Yes. And the oil. Um, by the way, just. It's always been at 73. It's just now she's noticed it because she's got she was having no, I've never liked it, not once. Okay, never said anything about it, not once. But anyway, there, it's fine. Okay, well, it's, so. it's different when you have hot flashes, is my understanding. Yes, no, I get it. No, I, I get it. You Like when I had my, I don't know if we've even talked about my ass issue on this show, but when I had that, you know, you never think about your stupid rectum mm-hmm. until, until it hurts. someone's wrecked it. And then, uh, and then that's all you can think about. So I get it. You you don't think about the temperature until you have hot flashes all the fucking time. And then that's all you can think about. So yeah. I, I'm just being an asshole. I I do get it. That's why I wanted the pool so bad. Mm-hmm. Is because of my hot flashes. Yeah. So anyway, so you gave me two things. She gets yes, a pool. She gets a, yeah. okay. Anyway, go on. <laughs> and. I've been I, I'm just to... so glad I'm leaving after this show. And you Are you leaving? <laughs> I'm going to get the hell out of here. It's going to get dangerous. Oh. I'm about ready to open the window, but we're there. So I don't know how that would do with your allergies, but we need to talk about it. Yep. Okay. So anyway. Okay. So um, you gave me two things. Yep. It's just like the fifth time I've said that. Yep. And pills. And then the pepper. It's not peppermint. No. Tell her what no, it is. No, it's cleary sage oil. But it feels like pepperoni yeah. on. Yeah, it's, very, it's, it's, it's got spicy. a little spicy. Yeah, a little it's, spicy. And, and, and it's, it, it's awesome, and it's also awesome in a diffuser as well. Mm-hmm. So it smells, It's got a lovely smell, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, smells yeah. so good. It's got a lovely smell. And the pills also were, yep. were quite helpful. Yep. But now it's, you know, summer just got the hell out, and it's, all, you know, cold now, so. Cooling off. So is that a good thing that it's cooling off? Oh, I mean, my obviously, God. yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, did these things help? Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got, I've got because there's all kinds of prescription strength stuff, yeah. but some of it is. Um, yeah, some kind of those prescription things for hot flashes are, I, th- I think, can cause more issues. That's what I was having. Than, I was on bioidentical yeah. hormones, and you know the. Going through the change, mm-hmm. yep. the the period cycle was a nightmare, yep. and I just, you know, well, and you have fucked up periods anyway because you have polycystic ovaries. Yes, disease, so, so um, <clears throat> it was just, but enough about me. No, 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 the, no, 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 no. This is a, this is a good topic. I don't okay, <laughs> I was put on. It really is, yeah. So you were put on a birth control pill. Yes, and that really helped with my periods by taking them away. Right. And so that that was awesome. But it but then the hot flashes of course came back. Yeah. And so I, I was kind of miserable this summer. I remember standing in line in Nashville waiting on hot chicken in the hot sun. Uh, and, no. and and it was waiting to get hot chicken in a restaurant that was not air conditioned. Hattie's isn't air conditioned. No, I, there's I was only there. There's only okay. Oh, you were gonna eat outside. Hottest fucking day of the year. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, and and no room inside. Yeah, and and it it was it was gay pride. There was NASCAR. Yeah, it was just busy. And and so the line went around the building, and there's seating for about twenty people. But the air conditioner at that point wasn't working because it was so hot and the doors were constantly being open. Sure, sure, sure. So and we didn't weren't lucky enough to get to sit. 
in the semi-air conditioned. God, how good was it, though? You know. uh, You couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Sweaty, hot, hot chicken. You know, I would have rather had ice cream. I ate there at the Nashville WATP event with Carl, the cow photographer, and Vinny. And um, I have this weird thing, and this has nothing to do with your hot flashes. The first bite of anything that's got capsaicin in it, which is the active ingredient in hot as fuck food, um, <laughs> uh, causes a histamine release. And I start my my eyes run, my nose runs, I'll sneeze, and and my voice and my you know my throat will mm-hmm. close up like that. And then it goes away, and I'm totally fine. I can I can eat it. It looks like I'm the most miserable person in the world, but I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I looked around. Nobody else was sweating. Nobody. Yeah. And it was just pouring off my face. And it's yeah. just really, yeah, it you sucks. know, I'm pro-headband. I'm just going to say that right now. I know that they're so You're pro-headband, but I've never seen you wear one. No, but I'm, I would have done anything to have one then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. So... Anyway, so, well, some of the prescription strength stuff um, for hot flashes. Uh, so now that we don't just routinely put people on estrogen anymore, because mm-hmm. we used to do that. As soon as you went through menopause, you were on estrogen until right. the day you died, and we thought that we were improving hip fracture, and we actually probably were, but we were also increasing breast cancer incidence by about one in ten thousand. It wasn't a lot. So you'd have, instead of 1 in 11 women getting breast cancer, you'd have 1 in 11.0001. But still, multiply that out across all of the, you know, women of age in the United States. Millions. And in the world, yeah. It's a a lot of extra cases of breast cancer. So we cut that shit out. But then we were left with, what do we do about all these hot flashes? So Mm -hmm. you have black cohosh. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, um, you know, a sort of a Dr. Scott type thing. But you did not give me that. No, no, we got it. We well, got it is, it is, you know, it's a phytoestrogen, though. I've always, I haven't seen any, any, um, in other words, it's sort of estrogenic molecule but it's derived plant. from plants. Plant right. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does that really, if it has the same effects as estrogen? Like soy. Would it, right. And that's another one. Would it, um, still have the same effects on breast cancer? And the answer is we don't really know. Now, there's not, to our knowledge, been an association with breast cancer or uterine cancer with it. But I don't think it's, nobody's spent the No, the, nobody's the spent the money. Either. No, nobody's right, spent because, the money time. Yeah. yeah, nobody's making enough money yeah. off of it, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. So, uh, so most people feel that it's probably safe, but I'm not okay with probably. I mean, when I had my lung mass, they said, yeah, you probably don't have lung cancer. I mean, try, try walking around with that. Yep. We'll be okay then. <laughs> I well, won't ever think about it again then. So. I do walk around with that with my thyroid. Oh, it's probably not cancer. But if it is, right. thyroid cancer doesn't kill people. Well, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So usually. Usually exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that that's what they either. told me. I that's yeah. I know, I know. So uh so you've got that stuff and then you've got the SSRI mm-hmm. type antidepressants. You can use those, Prozac and Zoloft and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for but Tacey, you're on those and you still have hot flashes. Oh, yeah, so take all kinds of psych meds. Not helping with that. Mm-hmm. But those are relatively effective in people with mild symptoms. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some OBGYNs who will still use estrogen for a short period of time. And uh, like Premarin, which, by the way, gets its name from pregnant mare's urine. So that's not a myth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and But there are soy-derived ones and yam-derived estrogen pills and stuff. But they'll do it just long enough to get the hot flashes under control, and then they'll stop it, which in Tacey's case wouldn't work because it just goes on and on and on. It's not a transient phenomenon. With no. Her. It's just so embarrassing. It's so, just so embarrassing. Then you have things that just stop you from sweating, like um, glycopyrrolate and stuff like that, and that will help with the sweating part but doesn't stop the hot flashes so then it's double miserable now you need to sweat and you can't well that's true yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but if you got to go to a meeting though and you got to give a presentation and you're you have this the last thing you want to do is be standing up there just dripping oozing sweat from every pore (laughs) it's not good shoot 
I think it's, that's when I'd be saying, hey, guys, listen, you're going to excuse me, but I'm going to be dripping from every pore here. So <laughs> yeah, just, that's, just get over that's it. great. And uh... <laughs> get over it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. All right. Um, I have a question about Paxlovid. You want to answer that one, Tace? You want to do that one? Sure. sure. Okay. I mean, I personally don't want to answer it. <laughs> Dr. Steve, hold on, hold on. Oh, man, the leprosy of the heart valve guy. What? Okay, okay. Oh, oh here he is. Uh, hey, Dr. Steve, this is Darren. <laughs> hey, How you doing, uh, Dr. Scott? Fabulous. Casey, it's good to hear from everybody today. I uh, I was calling to let you know I took your advice, and I was really so happy I did. So uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday, I was feeling really awful. Thought I had a sinus infection. So Wednesday, I couldn't go to work. I had some nausea. I went to the doctor when they finally opened at 8 a.m. Oh, and I tested positive sorry. for COVID. Ooh, oh, rats. Anyway, so I'm. I know he said he did. He um, tested positive for COVID, but I'm fixating on his sort of <laughs> finally s- sideways. Oh, yeah, when they finally, finally opened at 8 a.m. <laughs> so they said, well, yeah, you're positive. And I thought, hmm, that's awful. What did Dr. Steve say? Oh, yeah. As soon as you're diagnosed, take Paxlovid. No, I didn't say that. And the doctor <laughs> says, well, I can call it in if you take a kidney function test. And I said, absolutely. Let's go get this test done and get me on this. So by Friday, uh, Wednesday evening, I was taking Paxlovid, and by Friday evening, I was feeling good. Saturday morning, I was great. Um, I didn't even finish taking all the Paxlovid. I don't know if I should have or not, but I feel like a million bucks now. Thank you for all the advice. I appreciate your help getting us all through COVID. Okay, man. Well, okay. I'm glad. I was waiting for the <laughs> Dr. Steve told me this and that asshole, you know, something. I'm waiting for the Paxlovid rebound call. Yep. 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 Well, okay. So here's the thing. <clears throat> Paxlovid is a uh, combination drug. It has two drugs in it. One of them was an antiretroviral drug called ritonavir. And uh, this is a drug that is now, uh, well, okay, we have molnupiravir and Paxlovid are the two oral outpatient drugs for people that don't have severe disease. In other words, you get it, you go to your doctor, you get a prescription, you go home, you recuperate, and you, and you do okay. Mm-hmm. Paxlovid's data showed that there was an 80 to 90% decrease in hospitalization. Mm-hmm. Whereas molnupiravir was only about 30%. So they were pushing the Paxlovid. But what they found is, is if you give it to people under 50, it really doesn't seem to have that benefit. Now, you'll get better faster. Okay. You'll feel better faster. Okay. But uh, And the reason is that um, those people under 50 probably not at high risk. And molnupiravir, we've been using it more for people who are... 
you know, not exactly high risk, but they feel like shit and their insurance will pay for it and they can get it and they get, they feel better faster and they weren't at that high risk of going to the hospital anyway. But it's um, for Paxlovid is for the high risk, non-hospitalized patients with what they call mild to moderate COVID-19. Okay, so this person would have been mild and he didn't have any shortness of breath and uh, or uh, um uh, hypoxia, you know, low blood oxygen. Mm. And if he was, so what's the risk? So um, 65 or older, th- you you qualify. So if I get it, I qualify. Any medical condition or anything else that increases the risk for severe COVID-19, and that can be um, uh, diabetes mellitus, a, a immune disorder, those kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know, and it could comorbidities, anything that puts you at risk for going to the hospital with this shit. Gotcha. So, uh, uh, so you don't have to be 65 or older if you have one of those mm-hmm. risk factors. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to have mild to moderate symptoms. Let's just hit the, uh, let's see here, medical conditions. So here's, here are several of them that I haven't mentioned, chronic kidney disease, chronic liver disease, any chronic lung diseases like asthma or uh, COPD, pulmonary embolism, pulmonary hypertension, kids with cystic fibrosis, dementia, diabetes we already mentioned, and then uh, people who are uh, dependent on activities of daily living. In other words, people who need help, they can't do everything for themselves. They may be bed-bound particularly. Uh, heart uh, conditions, HIV, infection, or any other immunocompromised condition, okay? So those are the people that you would want to give this stuff to. And uh, you can start the treatment within five days of symptom onset. It doesn't have to be the same day, but it is the earlier, the better. And uh, and you can't be hospitalized. Talk about the rebound. Yeah, so there's That's this interesting some... phenomenon. Of, uh, there's a... a it's a minority of people, but a minority of people will come off the Paxlovid, they'll do great, and then their symptoms will come back. Or they'll test positive again, which isn't necessarily the same thing. You know, lots of people will test positive that actually aren't infectious. Now, I believe uh, Joe Biden had Paxlovid rebound. Yes. And uh, so he, although I don't think he had symptoms, I'm, I'm not his physician, and I, uh, to be perfectly honest, I don't stay up on all of his medical issues. But uh, my understanding was that he tested positive after he stopped the Paxlovid, but was relatively asymptomatic at that point. So anyway, and and this person's story is very common. Mm -hmm. You think the allergies are getting you. I got it in September. It was like, that's when I always get my allergies and I just felt like that. But then I started feeling worse than normal with my allergies. So I got a nurse at the hospital. Hey, take my temp. It was 103.5. There I was like, go. God damn it. So anyway, mm-hmm. there are drug to drug interactions with Paxlovid more so than there are with Molnupiravir. Uh, any drugs that are dependent on the cytochrome P450 uh, 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 pathway. And uh, those would be drugs like uh, rifampin. Uh, ketoconazole and stuff like that. You just talk to the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. You know, are you on something that is uh, that could be causing a, a drug interaction with Paxlovid? They will check that if they're worth anything. And then hormonal contraceptives. And then anybody that's on uh, like a triple combination for HIV, they need to let them know that they're on that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. Yeah. All good. Right. Well, I'm glad he got better. Yay. Even if I think. What he took from what I said was a little different than what I meant to say, but that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's try this one. It's called the pelvic bruise. Howdy, Doc. Hey, can I call you Doc? Of course. They call me Sprucey, Doc, so you All right. can call me Sprucey, too. What up, Sprucey? Hello as well to you, Dr. Scott, and my hat's off to the lovely Miss Tate. Hey, hey. Oh, well, nice. I have this embarrassing medical question what to a gentleman. about my genitals, and everyone knows them's the most embarrassing kind of questions. Well. Well, yeah. now, about a year ago, I hooked up with this woman I met doing some online dating. Okay. We'd been sexing and texting for a couple of weeks. The tension was mighty thick and pulpy the night she came over to do it with me, and boy. 
Uh, how this, this, this world is just a different. This is an alien world to me. <laughs> Sexing and stuff before you even meet somebody, and then getting them over there. You get them. I guess you get so revved up, you got to bring them over, and then just just go go, go ham, tail, go, go ham on them. Yeah. How did we do it, Doc? She Good. was a begging for harder, and I gave it to her harder. Good. Harder than I'd ever thought was possible. Uh-oh. A couple days after this legendary bone, and I seen I had a small bruise just to the left of my massive cock. Okay. A few days more, humble and that brag. there bruise turned into a gnarly, bullseye-looking bruise about 10 Wait, that wasn't a humble brag. That was an actual brag. Which <laughs> is why it even turned the base of that huge cock of mine a little black and blue. Okay. Now, a smarter man than me... Might have gone to a doctor about that time, but doc, <laughs> I ain't a smart man. I got to tell myself it was a bruise on my pelvic bone or something like yeah. that. But that's okay, reason. Give yourself a bill. <laughs> I would say that's what that I was. Sounded kind of stupid and unlikely, seeing as the woman involved didn't have any such bruises herself. Well, now okay. it didn't look like any kind of STD that I'd ever seen or nope. heard of, and it just kind of went away and it slipped off into the back of my mind. Looking back sometime later, I got to thinking that it must have been some kind of hernia or something like that. Mm-hmm. So my question is this, Doc. But heavily physical sexual intercourse give a man a hernia around the groin? No. Well, yes, but phone. that's not what this was. Four minutes later on, what should I have done if it were a hernia, and what do I do now? Okay, let's talk a little bit about a hernia. Wait, there's still half the call. i got to find out what the hell is left on this thing. Hang on. I have noticed a little lack of sensitivity down there, and I'm a little scared. No. Well, Doc, that there is my question for okay, you. I man. do hope that question makes it on your show. Hell Y'all yeah. have such a great doctor and show. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to be man. seeing a urologist this year, Friday, and okay. I'm going to tell him this whole story, too. Oh, so he's probably already got the answer. But mm. uh, Yeah, no, I think it was a bruise. And sometimes what will happen is, um, yeah, I mean, just depending on how the anatomy was, she doesn't have to have a bruise. Mm. Especially if she's got, you know, I mean, if you, yeah. if you punch somebody... In the mouth, you might break their teeth, mm-hmm. but you don't break your hand necessarily. I mean, it's not reciprocal. You don't have the same injury. Unless I mean, that's a terrible analogy. Yeah, if you do it right. Yeah, if you do it right, you won't. Um, you might scrape your knuckle or something. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll... you can see that you, you could have a different injury than she would. I would say she is as... As vigorous as you were rogering her, uh, that she probably did have some discomfort down there, but she wouldn't necessarily have a visible bruise. Maybe some internal bruising, possibly. Maybe, but what was probably happening was his pelvic bone was coming into contact with her pelvic bone, and he may be thinner than she is down there. He may have uh, less meat between his outside and that and the pel- the pubic bone which is above the um, the penis mm-hmm. and uh, he may have just bruised it mm-hmm. you know bruising is just where you get some you know uh, bleeding underneath the skin mm-hmm. and he may have noticed that it spread I think he said that it did it spread till it surrounded the base of his giant meaty cock mm-hmm. and um, oh no, 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 no we don't need that and um, <clears throat> he also uh, probably would have noticed that it changed from a purplish color to a greenish color, then yellow, and then disappeared. Now, a hernia would be a swelling. Yeah, and would not go away. And it wouldn't just go away. It could come and go, but it will still continue to come and go. A hernia, anytime tissue passes through a hole, basically, or a tunnel that it's not supposed to, mm-hmm. we call that a hernia. Mm-hmm. So you can get a direct hernia in the groin, you know, adjacent to the, um, you know, the juncal region. Mm-hmm. And a direct hernia is where the abdominal wall passes directly through the, um, the ab- you know, the weakness in the abdominal wall and makes a swelling there. Or you could have an indirect hernia. Mm-hmm where the uh, abdominal contents actually pass through the rings that go uh, into the scrotum, and it's that sort of tunnel through which the vas deferens goes to attach to the... Because, I mean, if you think about it, you got testicles in the scrotum, and then there are these two flexible tubes called the vas deferens, or vas defera, maybe. I don't know. No, vas... De- va- Differences. Vasa deferens. The vas deferenses. It's probably vasa deferens. I'm going to have to look that up, what the Uh-oh. plural of vas deferens is. The vas deferens is. 
Echo, what's the plural of vas deferens? Vas deferences. Vas. Okay, vas. She doesn't know either. No. It's worthless. So, um, anyway, so yes, the, the, let's let's just talk about one of them. The vas deferens on the left will pass through the inguinal canal. Because it's got to get out of the scrotum and into the body, right? So there's this canal that it passes through. Well, other shit can go the other way. And sometimes it's a chunk or a loop of bowel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we had, I've told this story before that one of my anatomy professors talked about a patient that was so obese that his stomach was so gigantic and I'm, I mean, his actual stomach, not his gut. Mm-hmm. His stomach was so gigantic that it actually herniated into his scrotum. And every time he would drink coffee, his t- left testicle would get hot. No. no for real. I swear, yeah. No, he told this story. Um, second, oh, my word. Second, second year of medical school. That's a hell of a tummy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and those kinds of hernias you want to get repaired because they can just get worse. And if you get a an incarcerated hernia, in other words, if something passes through there and then twists, then it will swell and then you can't reduce it again. And then it's going to uh, be uh, uh, dying yes, and then causing... And- it will cause a medical or surgical, sorry, a surgical emergency that can be life threatening. Yeah. So yeah. you want to get those things taken care of. That's not what this was. This was it sounds like a post traumatic yeah. sort of bruising situation. Well, if he if he listened to some of our former shows where we talk about if you lose thirty pounds of that is true. Of weight, you gain one inch of penis, penis size. Well, you regain it. I regain it, yeah. Because you can't just lose 130 pounds and expect to have whatever that works yeah. out. To yeah, be. if you don't have a lot of fat. Yeah, you couldn't lose 350 pounds and gain 10 inches, (laughs) you know. But, uh, yeah, because that curve is only linear for part of the curve. Right. And then it's it's pretty horizontal at the beginning, becomes linear, and then turns out to be horizontal at the top. I know. Uh, We would say in mathematics that it has an asymptotic limit. In other words, there's just so much that you can get out of it Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, before... You just can't go any further. There's an absolute limit. You were born with a certain penis size. You're just going to reveal it over time (laughs) by losing fat. And some people start out with negative. You know, if they're inverted, you know, it's two inches down in there. uh, When you're flaccid, then, yeah, you got to count that. So you got to lose 70 pounds just to get it to zero. That's that's like this. That's like your your um, what was it? We we started talking about it a couple times ago the um, scared penis syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the shrinkage, the shrinkage. <laughs> George Costanza knows about that, and also the cremaster reflex is a reflex that pulls that there are, the cremaster muscle pulls the j- male junkage up toward the body, particularly when it's too cold. Just to keep make sure that the testicles stay nice and toasty. They're supposed to be three degrees below body temperature, but if it gets to be twelve degrees, then it'll. It, that's when George Costanza's the shrinkage will kick in. Surely yeah. she knows what shrinkage is. I need to get a drop of that. Will you <laughs> send me a note to get a drop of the shrinkage? I do have one from TV. That's my. Favorite. You are a liar, actress. Go the f- out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Davide. All right, uh, let's do one on an unsuccessful vasectomy. Ugh. Hey, Dr. Steve. Hey, man. Larry here. Hey, man. We've talked and emailed a few times on different subjects. Okay. I just went in for a vasectomy. Excellent. And it was unsuccessful. No, that's not We excellent. got the right side uh, quick and easy, the left side. I have four puncture wounds on the left side. Now, because the fast defron was too short or lacked slack for uh, him. Okay. Oh, it was your fault. Uh, I was okay. painted. All the medical students out there, take note. Anytime something like this happens, always blame the patient. Yes. Perfect. Oh, your yeah, vas deferens was too uh, you was too short. Should have done what I told you to do. No, it was that uh, you were. Should have grown them better. Should have grown them better. Exactly uh. right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not fun with this, but anyway, um, next week we have uh, surgery scheduled to put me under at a hospital to get it. I just would love some information, clarification. Oof. 
has anybody done with this? Whatever. My doctor said. Sorry, dude. This is a very old phone call. I guess it's all done by now. If you had it done, call uh, in. But this was his first time having this happen in uh, ten years. The nurse that he called in. Okay, so he had this done the same way. Have you had a vasectomy? No, no, you have not. Okay, so I've told this story of having mine on this show multiple times in the past, where they put me up and like I'm getting a pap smear, and he gets out a dry daisy razor, and he's just going scritch, 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 scritch. I'm you in know, there for the whole thing. Scraping, yeah. And then Daisy comes in at well, he had already started, but then he, you know, and then he's in there, and I see blood everywhere, and Tacey's in there, and he's like, yeah, did you enjoy Cafe Pacific the other night, and all this kind of shit. It's like, Jesus Christ, pay attention. Pay attention. Delicate Keep stuff. looking at Tacey's tits. That's delicate stuff he there, was man. not. Yes, that was before your reduction mammoplasty, too, and you were looking pretty damn good. But anyway, <laughs> um, not that you don't look good now. <laughs> now that they've grown back, you look great. But Oh, my God. <laughs> So, I am an I, I asshole. Say it's going to be a cold night. Oh, wait, it's going to be fine. Shut the fuck up. You make it worse by saying <laughs> those things. I love Sleeping it. Sleeping on the couch yeah, tonight. Oh, don't worry, Dr. Steve. You can sleep in my pool house. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Yeah, that was cool. First see. time having this. Oh, yeah. So, uh, this, um, when this happened, I'm sure because he was awake, and, and there's nothing worse than hearing the. Uh, surgeon that's operating you when you're wide awake go, hmm, hmm. this isn't, I've never seen this before. Uh, and oops, that's also a bad one. So, yeah. Well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> so, you know, mm, that's, that's, that's distressing. So anyway, yeah, yeah so they're going to put him under and do uh, an open vasectomy under anesthesia and he'll have some stitches in his in his scrotum, but he'll be okay. Yeah. He just has weird, weird anatomy. It'd be nice if you could just sort of yank on the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're trying to pass electrical cable and you just sort of, it gets stuck <laughs> and you just wiggle it and you're jiggling it up and down. Then you yank on it, you yeah. know, but yeah, I guess you can't do that in this case. Anyway. Snap. Well, I, <laughs> Oops. I think I heard it. Yep. Well, I, that probably would work. That's going to be swollen for a couple of days, son. They've always said if you, if you, however, you know, they fold it back and then they'll burn it and they'll sew it up and all that stuff. Because the old saying was in urology circles, if you put two pieces of vas deferent in the same room together, they will eventually grow back together if you don't watch it. So. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys ready to get out of here? I'm ready. Are you? Feel yeah. Good. All right. Anything from the waiting room before we go? No, they've all been very good today. And well, no, it's that's well not good. It's good no. when they ask questions, but that's no, okay. no, no, no Just questions kidding. today. Whether well, they're very good, we enjoy having them. Oh gosh, yeah. And uh, well, thanks, to, uh, Dr. Scott. Thanks, Tacy. Thanks to uh, everyone who's made the show happen over the years. Appreciate our friends who are here every week in the waiting room. Check yes. us out at in at YouTube.com. Oh boy, I can't remember slash. See, so oh, just just Google or, or search, Google it. Search Doctor Steve Weird Medicine. You'll find our channel, and uh, or follow us on Twitter, and then you can just come in here. Or Wednesday or Thursday afternoon, usually, we'll be uh, doing our thing. And uh, I know a lot of people watch Anthony instead of us, and that's fine. I don't blame you. I would too. Um, but we've got old uh, Recluse. Oh, Recluse, I get it. Barb Parrish is there. Scott O. Yes, yeah, Scott Owens is his first time watching this live. Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. good deal. Amanda Davidson, Sean Pedrick. I don't see um, I don't see Greg Rogers in here today. But anyway, enjoy everybody being here. And uh, yeah, you'll notice, like I said, I read the things at the end. I don't spend 20 minutes reading everybody's fucking name at the beginning of the show. So that would be boring and stupid. Um, uh, listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103s. Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Hopefully, we're still on SiriusXM. I think what happened, by the way, is Jim McClure is on vacation, and he might be in Florida. So uh, that might be why I haven't heard back from him. So. Or we could be canceled. Or we could be canceled, but we're still on the log for this week and next, so I'm, you know... 
We're just going to keep, I told Lewis Johnson, I'll just keep sending you shows till you tell me to stop. We're also not high priority. No, of course not. So. There no was more. a time when we no, were. awesome though. The, when we were very low priority, and now it's we're worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules, podcasts, and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. There you go. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.